Welcome to the SMI Bulldog, Serious Mental Illness uh, Advocacy and Public Policy, uh, formerly known as Mental Health Film Comment. Um, joining us today, as she previously joined us first Monday of every month, but now with, with some of the changes to the podcast, this will be the first weekend of the month. Um, Oscar, author Anne Foistel, uh, our favorite movies, How Films Affect Our Mental Health. Um, Anne, thank you so much for, for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me on again. I'm very excited to talk about this movie. Definitely. And, and the movie you're talking about um, is Short Term 12, which is, and just so, just so people know, um, prior to the podcast being changed, we, we just, and, and every, every time we're recording, we, you know, after the show wraps, we, you know, we always, you know, discuss what movies, you know, we can talk about further. And this was a movie that was discussed prior to the podcast uh, change, which is kind of cool because Short Term 12 is a movie that ideally fits that mold of like an advocate for the serious mentally ill. And now, now when in the usage of seriously mentally ill, there's a couple, um, actually, you know what, I'm just gonna keep, I'm just gonna keep it on mic because I don't feel like doing re-record or any edits, but um, for those who don't know, the, the, S, the uh, SMI is both shorthand for serious mental illness, but also other people hear that word. And for those in the US with different federal agencies, um, there's a de designation with many federal agencies and many local agencies as well, where it, that's a designation um, used by uh, different government agencies or whatnot. So uh, I mentioned that because this movie takes place at a short-term facility where many of the uh, staff and many of the um, residents there likely I would imagine may have encountered that verbiage or at least somewhat of, of, of the system mm -hmm. in there. Did, did you get that, that impression watching, yeah. watching the film? Yeah, definitely. I, I think that they would have definitely encountered that, um, that verbiage, definitely. Yeah. And, and for those outside the U S I know different, I think in England and the, the NHS system there. I think there's a different designation, but but, but overall, I, I think SMI is a fairly universal term, separate from the, you know, the the the, the governmental agency distinction. Uh, but but for those who who have not heard of Short Term Twelve, uh, what it, what is this movie about? Basically, the movie is about a group of folks who work with kids who are in the foster care system who all have mental health issues. And it's a residential facility and it stars uh, Brie Larson, um, who you would know from a ton of movies, but probably most people know her from Marvel. Um, and she also won an Oscar for the movie Room. So she plays sort of the, the um, head, sort of the head of the, the folks who work um, sort of the, uh, the frontline staff, the, the lead of the frontline staff at this 
residential facility. And um, she's in a relationship with Mason, who's another staff member. Um, and so we sort and of he see is, what is it like. Yeah, and to, he is played by, that, that's the, the um, Keith Stanfield, who I think... That, or am I thinking of a of a different character? Mm -hmm. John Gallagher Jr. Oh, John Gallagher Jr. Okay, is the Mason uh, Lakeith Stanfield who was in um, what it Judas? And yeah, that Black that that Netflix movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he was um, he was one of the um, kids. He he played an eighteen year old in the movie. Um, he was in that, and Caitlin Dever, who is in a lot of different movies, is another one who played a kid and then we got Rami Malik as one of the staff members. Yeah, who, so it's uh, it's kind of a uh before they were famous sort of movie that it's kind of mm -hmm. um now one thing I, I did want to interject which I should have mentioned at the start, but I know many people listening will be wondering, hmm, well, why are you talking about the movies on a podcast about mental advocacy? And the reason why is because art uh, any of the arts, you know, whether it's film, literature, you know, what have you, is itself a form of advocacy. So if we're going to be honest and, um, you know, we have to include the arts in advocacy. And so there's different advocacy, whether it's legislation, whether it's different mental health organizations that, that do a lot of good work. Um, but, you know, it would be negligent to, to forget the role of the arts in advocacy. So for those listening and wondering why we're talking about a movie, that's that's why. <laughs> that that is why. Um, so I just wanted to just just a brief interruption interjection there um, about why why we're talking about movies. And and just so just so people know, you will be still still on the podcast once a month. Previously it was the first Monday of the month. But with some of the podcast changes, it's now the first weekend of the month. So it'll be it'll be, so it's, it's better on the weekend because now people, if they're you know nothing to do, hey, now you got something to do. You could <laughs> Netflix or I think it's on Tubi and, and one of one of the some of those streaming sites. Let's watch short term twelve on the weekend. And so yeah. it's it kind of fits you know, the scheduling as well as, you know, people schedule if they're looking for something to watch on a weekend. So it, it's, it's all good. Um, so yeah, anyway, it used to be on Netflix. So it's unfortunate yeah. that most, most people can't get it on Netflix anymore, but yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's, it's, it's got a phenomenal cast. Um, and one of the things I like about it is the fact that the main character struggles with their own mental health issues. So I can really relate to that. You know, I worked at the Colorado Crisis and Support Line uh, for a time. So I, you know, I know what it's like to be frontline staff, somebody who has mental health issues as a frontline staff person. So I could really relate to Grace in that respect. Yeah. Now, I remember when I, because um, I saw this in theaters a while back and it's, I want to say 2013, I want to yeah. say. And then I got the, D the DVD from, from the library. And this is a movie comparable to uh, Whiplash. And so and I said not mm -hmm. subject matter wise, but in terms of it's adapted from a short film, which was made first, which is why Whiplash was not eligible for a lot of awards because it was a um, 
And I think short-term 12 is in the same category. It, it was not eligible for some awards because it was a short film first. Really? I didn't and, know that. Yeah. So it's in that same, same illustrious category as a movie like Whiplash, where it was adapted from a short film first. And I believe the DVD has that short film as one of the, the bonus features, which is just cool. kind of nice. I'll have to get the DVD <laughs> then. Yeah. 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 For those who are like streaming only and not checking out movies on DVDs anymore, check out the DVD of this because there's a lot of good bells and whistles on it. That short film being being one of them. But I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, though, but um, it is look at that. It is very much um, an advocacy minded film in a lot of ways. I mean, because it it's like I said, it shows the relation between the staff and then the relation between the, the the residents and you see what you know what what you're dealing with and it's it's just an excellent story too yeah no it, it's a fantastic story and it's funny and it's sweet and it's sad and it's you know scary and at times it's it's got everything in there you know and it's a very small indie, like micro budget, I would imagine, on this movie. Um, but those, you know, sometimes those can be the best movies, right? The smallest budgets can have, they can really shine. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, even it's got, it's got, with Stephanie Beatrice from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you just, you've got, so you've got people who can do comedy. You've got people who can do, do drama. And even, uh, I think Rami Malek is in it too. Uh -huh. the, the, the future uh, Freddie Mercury. Exactly. <laughs> from Bohemian exactly. Rhapsody. Exactly. But it was just, you know, it, just how much too, it really showed how much the staff cared about the kids under their care. And I think that, you know, that's something that's really important to show is when people in the mental health field really care about, you know, the people they work with. Yeah, one, well, one of the things that, um, and I have a media arts background, and one of the things that probably day one, every film class anywhere in the world, at least for, for me, the very first thing they say is write what you know. And so I get the feeling someone told this uh, director, uh, and, he, and he wrote it, D Dustin uh, Daniel Crefton, write what you know. And sure enough, he wrote what he, what he knows. Mm -hmm. it, it definitely does not feel like it's a Hollywood sort of, um, you know, test screening sort of movie. It seems like something that he himself knows about. It's, yeah, yeah, I don't know about um, the director, what his life was like, but I, I, it definitely feels like a day in the life kind of yeah. thing, like it could be a documentary, except it's not like it's just, it's so real and just, yeah, it, 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 I think it was written and directed beautifully. Oh, cool. And look at that. And this is something where, um, probably gone, um, say um brain fart again <laughs> and i don't do any editing so i, I still i'm still not going to do any editing on the um on, on the podcast but um was there anything that um and this film look at it, it's a low, low budget film so it's 
if you look forward, you can find it. It it's, should be relatively easy to find because I think it did come out with one one of the major distributors, not a major studio who financed it, but the who distributed it. Um, but um, yeah, it's um, no. Is there anything that that I did not mention about the film that you wanted to to, to bring people's attention well, to? I think um, one of the things that covers um is abuse in a way that's not graphic it's not gross or you know um i don't know like i I think it covers abuse in a way uh that's not um you know not something where you're going to want to turn it off you know it doesn't show a scene of abuse but when it talks about it I, I feel like the it, it was very gentle in the way it describes these things. It's not excusing abuse. <laughs> but I think, you know, I've watched a lot of movies that have mental health themes and a lot of them have, there's some kind of abuse going on, whether you see it or you don't. And sometimes it gets to the point where it's incredibly uncomfortable to watch the movie or listen to the dialogue. I felt this movie was good in that it didn't shy away from the the explanation of the abuse but it didn't make it so that you wanted to run screaming and stop watching the movie because those of us who have had experiences in that field in that area you know it's important for us to be able to watch a movie without being triggered yeah yeah, and this one, it's, I mean, compared to some other films that I probably won't name because there are many of them aren't necessarily mental health specific. Um, this one, like I said, it is, it is more implied and, and, and referred to. Um, and yeah, it's, there's, um, and I believe the film, it, it is, was it PG 13 or R? Because I, um, the older I get, the less it, the less I, 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 I care. But I know that there might be some parents listening who might be wondering because because it, it is fairly suitable for older kids, though. I mean, R. as far as oh, it is R. Okay, yeah. But if, but this should be generally okay for most older you know adolescents. Oh yeah, it's I, I definitely easily. think so. I think yeah. that was you know a lot of times they put R put an R on a movie that to me would be PGA 13 if they didn't swear as much as they did. Yeah. You know, I think it's more for the swearing and, and there's some subject matter that I could see for younger kids would not be so great, but teenagers I think would yeah. be okay. Yeah. I am not a, a, a just <laughs> brief, brief sidebar. I am not a fan of the U S movie rating system i know Mm -hmm. in other countries and people listening to this podcast might be in some other countries right now i think england and and i think canada is maybe the closest to the u.s system but there's other countries that have like about you know almost like 20 different ratings and so it's more nuanced in some other countries whereas in in the u.s it's like all movies want to be either pg-13 or r no one wants to be G anymore. No one wants to be peachy anymore. <laughs> no one wants to be NC-17 anymore for, you know, the more adult content. Everyone always wants to be PG-13 or R, which 
there's a lot of good G-rated movies. I mean, there still are. There was a David Lynch movie, um, The Straight Story, about the guy in, on the tractor. Oh, movie yeah. rated G. <laughs> and <laughs> David Lynch movie rated G. Yeah. I was like, Wait a second. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. What? Yeah. So I just wanted, wanted to put that out there. There are a lot of good movies that are rated <laughs> G and rated PG that just don't get a lot of attention because they're not. But anyway, and end of end of that sidebar. End of rant. Yeah. End of rant. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for, for being here um, today. And like I do, I think it's important that those who are um, caretakers for a loved one with a serious mental illness or those advocating that it's important to just, you know, take a break. And, mm-hmm. you know, and if you're watching a movie that's, you know, something like this, you know, fits the bill that's, you know, relevant to, 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 to the topic and great movie also. So it definitely, you know, fits both, 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 both bills. Yeah. Thank that. you for um, having me on for sure. Likewise. And um, so, um, yeah. So how, now, how would people learn more about? Because um, you've the book I mentioned at the top of the show, our favorite movies, um, how movies affect our our mental health. Um, that is on Amazon, correct? Right. Okay. Right. That's on Amazon. Um, yeah. So and so my uh, you can find it on Amazon or you can find it on my website, wearewritingwisely.com. Cool. Now, I did want to mention that the book is written in a very informal, conversational style, like how we're talking now. So it's not too like academic. I've seen not like academic sort of books of, of this nature that are not the easiest to read. <laughs> um, and I, I won't mention them on mic because I don't want to embarrass the authors. <laughs> um, but this one, like I said, it is very just a very informal, conversational style of writing which is makes an easy read and and um a lot of good titles in there also so um but thank you so much for, for being here today and um really appreciate you having me on again yeah thank you Th- thank you those of you at home or wherever, wherever you may be um stay safe stay safe and uh have, have a good weekend uh, bye and how do i find the stop record okay here it is so it's almost it feels like those those okay let me okay stop